breakfast puppies? This podcast contains adult language and content and is meant for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Good evening. You are listening to the Glitter Boys. Thank you very much. By listener request, and this has actually been requested multiple times, maybe from the same person, I don't know, <laughs> whoever's sending me these emails has requested that we do a deep dive into incorporating magic and psionics into combat. Now, Palladium, you know, attacks per melee. How many, how many of my attacks does my spell use or does my psionics use? Before we answer that question, I'd like to do a kind of a deep dive into the history of how that works. Before I do that, did either of you have comments or questions? Did they list a system that they wanted that answer for? I'm assuming for modern, modern 2005 Rift's Ultimate Edition okay. of uh, the Palladium Rules. Does anything else have psionic and magic in it? Fantasy. Okay. Uh, Heroes Unlimited. Doesn't Beyond the Supernatural? Yeah. Supernatural. Uh, Nightbane. Nightbane. All okay. of it. <laughs> Everything that's not Recon or Robotech, right? Yeah. yeah. Recon, Robotech, <laughs> yeah. Ninjas, and Super Spies. Those right. are the ones that don't. And, and you know, protocultures <laughs> could be magic anyway. Whatever. Okay. Have you priced protoculture at the pump lately? I need to talk to my senator. <laughs> <laughs> okay, is is that a funny joke or is that a reference? Uh, to, it's it's a funny joke. I, I thought no, it was hilarious. funny. I mean, <laughs> no, 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 it's hilarious. I want to know if you came up with that. I, I did, did right just now. Sorry. That's beautiful. Okay. That, yeah. is, that is absolutely beautiful. Yep. Uh, we'll have to talk to Ron Wyden. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, let's talk a little bit about the history of how Palladium's initiative rounds or attacks per melee work. Now, we did an episode uh, about 10 or so, I forget, back about yep. AD&D first edition and its influence on Palladium. A Palladium's games really are rooted in Advanced Dungeons and Dragons first edition. And, well, I don't know if this is official, but it seems obvious to me that Palladium basically is Kevin's house rules for that game because there's yeah. so many similarities in the way that everything moves, including skill progressions, including the, you know, some classes are just that class, but more or that class, but different. There's so much of that inspiration there in that edition. Sorry. In uh, first edition of advanced Dungeons and dragons, the way that your attacks worked where you got one action per round, one yeah. action on your turn, you could do a thing unless you are a fighter with a weapon specialization and at levels of weapon specialization, you unlocked additional attacks per melee. Now I might be conflating the second edition version, but I think the second edition was the same as first edition in that when you specialized at, after like a few ranks of specialization, the, the warrior, the fighter, whatever would get, Instead of one attack per round, they would get three attacks every two rounds. So you get one attack first round, two attacks the next round, one attack the next round, and two, and so on. But if you were a character like uh, a multi-class character that had a specialization in a sword and also could cast spells, on your turn, 
you couldn't use your weapon specialization attacks to cast spells. You had to pick the thing that you were doing. On my turn, I, I do stab. On my turn, I do wiggle fingers or something. It was always you picked a thing on your turn that you did. Yes. And Play this the, included running and moving and all the rest of it, too. Yeah, yeah all of that was just included. It was just mm -hmm. sort of assumed that you were moving. Yeah. So, Palladium Fantasy First Edition did the same thing, but doesn't quite come out and explain it. But if you look at the way that all the systems work together, it's, it's pretty clear to me that in Palladium Fantasy First Edition, combat on your turn, you pick the one thing that you're going to do. I'm going to do melee, I'm going to do archery, I'm going to do magic, or I'm going to do psionics. You, there's no mixing them up. You do one of those things. And then the amount of times that you get to do that thing per round is based upon the relevant ability. If you're going melee, then it's your hand-to-hand -hand combat skill. If you're going archery, it's your rate of fire. If you are a mage, then your magic combat table eventually at some point might give you that treasured second spell per melee. And same with psionics. Um, I think it should be noted also, isn't the Palladium round significantly longer than the assumed round from D&D? Oh. Uh, first Ed, yeah. Yeah. Well, the First Ed was... 15 seconds, wasn't it? 10 or 15 seconds. Yeah, first edition like, it was Palladium wild. Fantasy is one minute. Oh, that's right, per round. Yeah. It was one freaking minute. <laughs> one minute long And you got to do rounds. one thing. One thing. Yep. Now... I understand why they did that because they wanted minute and round to be synonymous with casting time with uh, spell durations and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Ever since then, it's been 15 seconds. Yep. Yeah. Which, Which is still an awful long time. Yeah. And I think 10 seconds is the standard D and D round for a while. So yeah, it's five. like half a, yeah, they cranked it down. It's, down. It's, yeah. It's since second now. edition, it's been five. Second ed was 10. Yeah. No. Sec second ed and it's action segments. They were, no, you just got to add free actions to it, but it was, it was five Somebody seconds. who is listening, correct us. One of us is wrong. We're probably all wrong. Yeah, I, I yeah. thought the five second came in on yeah. third day, but I could be dead wrong on that. I thought it was been 10 seconds since the dawn of dungeon time, <laughs> but that's how it was in first edition. Yeah. So you, you, you did not mix them. You did a thing and that was what you were doing. Mm -hmm. Well, rifts and the megaversal engine come along and change that completely. Whereas in Palladium Fantasy First Edition, you started your character off at level one with one fucking attack. Mm -hmm. In Rifts, in Butts Edition, you start off with a hand-to-hand -hand skill that gives you two attacks. And then if you look on page uh, of the Butts Edition, where is it? Here we go. Uh, page 35 of the Butts Edition under the attack per melee thing. Hopefully you read that rule mm -hmm. because that rule right there says characters with hand-to-hand -hand combat automatically get two attacks plus those from your skill. Yeah. Seriously, I hope you read that, folks. Well, fortunately for you, they just did the math for you in the Ultimate Edition. And so from that point forward, you've no longer had to add in those two points. Okay. Now... With this edition, we're just using attacks for everything. There's no longer that whole thing on your turn where you pick a thing and you do that. Now there's this action economy of attacks. 
Any questions so far? No. <laughs> okay. In both editions of Butts and Ultimate Edition, now, instead of on my turn, I do psionics, if you are a psionicist, your ability to do psionics is interchangeable with your ability to punch or shoot a guy. Mm -hmm. You no longer have the rate of fire of your modern weapons. I think ranged weapons still might have it, and that's confusing as hell. I don't know how that works. I think that's just an old rule that they forgot to white out that column, but uh, like bows and shit. Mm -hmm. Anyway, with a gun, you can shoot your gun as many times as you have attacks per melee. So if you are a gun-slinging psionicist, you can go pew, pew, in any mix of that that you wish. That was hand-to-hand basic, I believe, that you just did? Uh, Any of them. No, basic, yeah. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Basic basic is the pew. Uh, I think an expert is the pew. And then we get to martial arts, which is... Uh, The first beer is kicking in, so... Any so, questions yet? <laughs> no, no. It's all just dependent on your ISP. How much of that do you carry for your five attacks that you can glass cannon your first round? Yeah. Well, that leads us to one of the first big criticisms that people have of this combat system is, so So you're saying if I'm a good boxer, I'm also <laughs> able to use my psionics faster? Yes. Yes. Yes, you are. Mental discipline and physical discipline go hand in hand. If you don't believe me, go hit a gym for a year. It does. It just does. I mean, but, but why boxing? Of all the things, there's Kevin Sabino all... likes to punch people, man. <laughs> he loves his, his one-on-one pugilism. <laughs> I would love to see him as that poster. Can we swap the head? Please. Oh I would please. I wonder if we could get Sambita and Uwe Bowl to box. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We'll be taking bets. (laughs) Okay. So. Wow. No, wait. No, we can't walk away. Someone in there. If you know the poster I'm talking about, it's the guy with the with the pants really high and the mustache, and he's he's in the classic pugilism pose. Give me that with Kevin Sambita's face. Go to our Discord. Post it in Glitter Boys. I would make this put, happen for me. And then we can put it on a shirt and yes. wear it when we, when we first meet him. And just say, extra attack. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, see, I see you forgot about my extra attack. That's <laughs> what the shirt says. All right. So now we get to magic. Okay. So just a quick review. Palladium Fantasy 2nd Edition, Rifts, and Beyond the Supernatural 2nd Edition... Uh, after the bomb, second edition, here's unlimited second edition. All of the current age Palladium games work this way. The number of attacks per melee is directly determined by your hand-to-hand skill, and they're interchangeable with psionics if you have them. Magic, however, if we're going with butts edition, then we're looking at, as Matthew has pointed out to me kindly, page 165. Yes which talks about magic attacks per melee and how long spells take to cast. Uh, It goes up to, let's see. It's really vague, actually. Pull the book out really far here. Uh, Two low-level spells can be cast per melee. The higher level can can, can take uh, more complex, require more time. One spell per melee can be cast from 7th through 10th. One spell every two melees, uh, 11 through 15, and so on. 
Now, that I like mm-hmm. as an old school GM, but as a modern GM who likes simple math, that's confusing because it doesn't give you an exact number of attacks. It just says half a round, a whole round, one every two. So what does that mean? Does that mean if I'm casting a level 10 spell, do I am I am I spending two whole rounds doing nothing but casting that spell? Yeah. Or does it mean that the second round I get to finally cast the spell, but I've been doing other things in between? So it never comes out and says it. It doesn't, but once once again, that's a GM call. And yeah. I, I would say that it's if if I was doing it, when you get into that level of spell, you are talking a spell. You are doing nothing. Yeah. Now others. Look at the one that's like at the beginning that says you can have two low level spells per round. So does that mean that I saw someone on a uh, forum who made a comment saying that means that you're just penalized if you have more attacks? No. I like his voice. I think that's correct. It doesn't. It simply is a divide by half. So if you have two attacks per round, you can cast two magic spells you can cast one magic spell uh of first level and still have another attack if you have four attacks per round you can cast one magic spell and still have two attacks left honestly it's it's really just a divide by half i don't see a i don't see how this is penalizing anybody y'all i mean it all comes down to the interpretation um what you say makes sense but I can also see case uh, other arguments for things going a different way on that. It, it's one of those ones where we're in that mm-hmm. unstated area and people can have legitimate disagreements. Yeah. Well, I like it as an old school GM and I like it for something like old school Palladium Fantasy First Edition. I like this idea. I love this idea, actually. For Rifts. Going back to a previous episode, we was talking about converting attacks to action points. This doesn't work. No. It really doesn't. Because when you're doing something like action points, you want set values. Yeah. You want to know that I have I have seven action points and this thing costs X action points to cast. Now, if I get nine action points, that's not going to adjust the cost of anything that I have, right? Also doesn't work with things like dodge either, does it? No. Yeah. It, it really, really fucks with things. So, Ultimate Edition improved that in my opinion for rifts again i love the old system (laughs) but this works better for rifts and that is on page 189 of the rue talks about how long it takes to cast and it's so much simpler Uh, one attack per melee for low level spells Two attacks per melee for mid-level spells, and three attacks per melee for high-level spells and spells of legend. It's a nice, simple system. Does it actually say what counts as a low-level, mid-level, high-level spell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, One to five, six to ten, and eleven plus. Just for the folks listening at home. Here's where it breaks down, though, because the the round is still 15, right? 15 seconds, yeah. Well, it, it goes on to say, in parentheses, at the end of each of those... Nine to ten seconds for a third level spell. So that's still one round. I think that those are estimates. Yeah. The idea being that a leyline walker mm-hmm. who can cast a level 15 spell. Right. If they unless they have seriously invested in other 
power sources of uh, direct empowerment, they're not going to have that many attacks per melee. I suppose the main lesson here is don't get separated from the, your party or your meat shields or whatever you want to call them. Because as you spend your three rounds powering up, you don't want some <laughs> Tyro Schmo to come up and stick a knife oh, in no, your no, neck. No, this isn't <laughs> you rounds. Know? This is just three melee, three actions. So uh, if you have the dumb and yeah. that's how I express myself in public. <laughs> We're here yeah, for yeah, you, yeah. Matthew. Yeah, We're no, here for you. no, no, no. This is the, if, if you're high level, what's oh, a God damn it. Yeah, that's entirely right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. cool. <laughs> Still, though, you keep those meat shields right where they belong. Yeah. Now, the main limiter in Rifts now, or uh, pretty much anything after first edition Palladium Fantasy, the main limiter, of course, is PPE. Mm-hmm. There's no how, there's no limit to how much PPE you can spend in an action. It's simply limited by your reserve and what you're trying to do. As long as I've been soliciting uh, work from our audience, I want to hear a song about the differences between PPE, ISP, and Chi. Because I think that would make a very effective geek rap. I do. Yeah, I like that. That gives me a uh, Fritos, Doritos, Cheetos uh, feel to it. Yeah. (laughs) Tostitos. Yeah. Sentitos. (laughs) Yeah. I am so sorry. My real skill is disruption. I don't know if you... Yeah. Well, you are an agent of chaos. I, know. I think right now, though, you are a prime example of why this question gets asked and sent in by multiple people. Mm-hmm. That the terminology can be confusing. The yeah. phrasing can be confusing. As you just pointed out, nine to ten seconds in parentheses next to three attacks per melee. But again, okay, well, we haven't even talked about other sources of attacks per melee, such as robots robot power armor combat if yep. you have an elite set of uh power armor combat skills you get more attacks per melee okay what about i'm piloting a robot that gives me additional attacks per melee <laughs> so, like the fucking glitter boy so you have let's say you've worked yourself up to with a boxing your robot, glitter boy a box you're, you're a boxer you have uh martial arts you uh, are an elite Glitter Boy pilot. You get an extra attack per melee for Glitter Boy. Let's say you get yourself up to where you're doing like 11, 12 attack, 12 attacks per round. And you're also a psionicist. <gasps> what do we do now? Well, guess what? In my game, congratulations. You have 12 psionic attacks per round because I don't fucking feel like <laughs> doing the math of separating them. <laughs> I suppose, is there any kind of mechanic that, tells what happens once is is there a price to pay for exhausting that energy um because in some of the systems there are and i've never played a site uh a magic user i mean the price that you pay in exhausting your power it is its own price like yeah exhausting your power for someone who relies on that power is it's it's terrible you're just running out of ammo yeah. and a gun one thing i yeah. like about uh ninjas and super spies using chi is that there is a physical price to pay for running out yep and i think i think that's something that you should house rule in that well i think there are actual classes in later books and rifters mm-hmm. and modules that have that in it already as, that, as like that that either when you run out of power you go into like an end state yeah but also have the option of 
tapping into other reserves of power, such as blood magics. <laughs> yeah, yeah, blood magic, man. Blood magic. I love it. Have you ever tried it? I mean, the first taste is free, but after that, you have to pay. The first taste is free, man. Yeah. <laughs> I got some knives on the shelf over there. I just this I, has I, been your usual. Uh, this has been your regularly scheduled as technology recruiting. Ad. That's a deep cut. I just. <laughs> I I think from a storytelling technique, there should be prices to pay for great power. There there always should be. Um, like you uh, would really like long term play and dungeon crawl classics. I do because magicians and that. They pay some heinous long-term yeah. prices for that power. I, I love... Um, You'd also be welcome in one of my Delta Green games with that <laughs> attitude. <laughs> I get it from reading Mercedes Lackey back in the day. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, regardless of, you know, what she does to other humans. Wait, Mercedes Lackey? Are you thinking of Mercedes Lackey or are you thinking of Marion Zimmer Bradley? I am thinking of Mercedes Lackey, the last Herald Mage Vaniel. No, okay. I'm just like, you're talking about what? They do to other people because I never heard anything bad about Mercedes, but I've heard all kind of terrible things about. This is this Bradley. is third third place uh, yeah, removed, so I'm not, I'm not even okay, gonna. Yeah, uh, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Right. But um, going in the same vein as Mercedes Lackey, uh, Ursula K. Le Guin. Le Guin oh yeah. my God! I am right now for the first time reading Wizard of Earthsea. Oh yeah, I am like one chapter. I'm so no, happy I, for I you. I am in the last chapter, and I love it. Yeah, it is so. It is just such a wonderful story. There are consequences to actions. I love a good story about a character that changes, learns, evolves, and by the end of even a chapter of their life, they are no longer the same person that they were at the beginning mm. of that chapter. Also read The Last Herald Mage by, uh, by Mercedes Lackey. To me, in my mind, that is always what a wizard is. That, that it's... That is a magical user, mm -hmm. and I, I love the way it's set up, and it it works here with ley lines and mm -hmm. and the drawing on the pools of power, and you can use blood magics to raise the power too. Since we're going into it, in, this, in our favorite wizards, while the rest of the series I think is mediocre at best, the first two books of uh, the Kelowan was that it uh, Raymond Feist's story. Magician, Apprentice, and Magician Master of Pug the Wizard. Oh, yes. The his the way he learns magic and the costs and whatnot, but it also has one of my favorite moments of all time wizardry in the second book. And essentially it's one of those I've had enough of this shit moments <laughs> where he just goes, No. <laughs> and shit happens and it's is, is that Beautiful. the I've been nice up to now speech? I it's been so long since I remember. All I remember is there was a big arena, whole lot of slaves were being killed. And essentially he's like, I have lived my life up to this point thinking all of this is okay and ignoring it, but I can't do that anymore. Mm. No, it's just, oh, it, it is a beautiful moment. I feel like I, I did this, and I'm sorry I did this again. But Louise Cooper should also be uh, <laughs> put in this list. <laughs> the Time Master trilogy is also a good. So that's your required reading to, to, <laughs> to play any kind of mage or psionicist. I think, okay, bringing this back to Palladium rules, I believe that the PPE system is actually pretty ahead of its time. And I think that you are suggesting adding in a rule that might not be necessary because 
most of the high-level spells cost more PPE than a normal magician has at personal access. Mm -hmm. And the rules have built into them questionable methods of acquiring that PPE. That's true. And those methods themselves have sometimes simply a moral cost, maybe a financial cost, and oftentimes an epic game-changing cost. Yeah. Yeah. When you only have 700 PPE and you want to cast a spell that requires 6,000, you got to figure something out. And unless you take a really long time to figure that thing out, the outcome is probably not going to be on the up and up. Yeah. Sorry, the the, the rap was going off in my head. Uh, it's actually done to the tune of uh, you down with OPP. Oh, God. You down with PPP? <laughs> yeah. PPE? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, I know. I've I think I've wrapped that to my cat before. You down with pee pee? That it's explains just... so much about your cat. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna have to go give the cat a hug. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's in a nutshell how magic and psionics incorporate into combat. Just focusing on the cost in the action economy of the Palladium combat system. What we haven't even touched upon, however, we did we did briefly hint at it, is Kevin Sambita's whole obsession with one-on-one fighting. Mm-hmm. The boxing template mm-hmm. is how the Palladium combat system is presented in the core rules. And if you sit and take the time to read through all of his whole squaring off speech... Mm-hmm. Your understanding of how combat works in a tabletop RPG is going to be changed because as it's written, it doesn't follow the, it's your turn, what do you do? I spend this attack to do this, this attack to this, and this attack to do this. No, it's I attack. Okay, well, they counterattack. Okay, now, right. then whatever. So how does magic work with that? Ooh, that's I mean, ultimately your call. It James. honestly depends on the foe too. Yeah. Like, like if you're attacking a peasant, you just you get your stuff off and maybe he throws a pitchfork at you. But if this is another psionicist or a magic user of some kind or another, you could play it the exact same way, and that would be the advantage of going back to action points one after another, after mm-hmm. another, after another. So. It ultimately depends upon, I think, the group's understanding of how combat's supposed to work and how the GM wants their game to flow. I run Rifts and Palladium for new for newcomers to the system, people who have experience playing in other games, and by other games, I mean 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons. I bring a lot of those people to my table to play, D- or to play Palladium. I have to adapt things so that it works better for their expectations of how play works. And that means I adapt attacks per melee to action points and I assign everything a cost and all of that happens on your turn. Move on. Yeah. Interesting sub note as I read and in light of this question, which I've honestly never considered before is that it says right here in butts on one thirteen about psionics. Uh, psionic attacks which assail the mind, emotions, or physiology of a person can be fought off with one's own will and mental endurance. Now, physiology would say the body, you know, the the the, the matter, the the force, the the meats. Yep. And I, I I honestly I know it makes a game more crunchy, 
but I like damage to be more than, oh no, we're getting close to zero. And so when it says it assails the physiology, I would like to see a table that's like, oh, well, all the training and the extra attack I got from also taking boxing, because at this point, who wouldn't take boxing, right? <laughs> yeah, if you can take um, boxing, you take, take boxing. boxing. Unfortunately, <laughs> our poor mystic. <laughs> yep. I would like to see a degradation table based on that. And I, I understand that's more numbers to keep track of, yeah. but it, it does make sense. And it builds that sense of desperation as the fight drags on. And, you know, having been in several more, more than, more than 20, um, th- that's a real thing. Like you, you mm-hmm. get punched drunk, you get dumb. I mean, <laughs> you like the crunch and by yeah. crunch, I mean punch crunch. Can I interest <laughs> you in a game of Phoenix command, sir? I've never played it. So yeah. <laughs> it was designed by uh, aerospace engineers. Just saying. Oh Lord. <laughs> I have cyborg commando, not cyborg commando. Um, oh, on, on the NAS? Uh, no, I have living steel. Oh, oh the simplified version the simplified. of Phoenix. <laughs> the Phoenix command is in a role playing game. It's strategy game cyborg not cyborg Ugh. cyborg commando i think was the first game that gary gygax made and it's terrible. meters and yards are interchangeable on a one-to-one basis well living steel <laughs> living steel okay. it's fucking terrible <laughs> and with that like ringing endorsement <laughs> i hope this answered your question um do you have the 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 question i want to make sure we answered it the question was presented in a few different emails and texts okay. and comments that we received that more or less amounted to how does magic and psionics work with the attack system. With magic, you are well. Let's we let's we'll we'll do another episode later on the usefulness of magic and rifts because it's questionable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you in the next one. That was Attacks Per Melee. Join us online. Please drop by our Discord and tell us how we screwed it all up. Tell us your house rules. How do you manage your magicians and your psionicists in combat? How do you manage the specific situation of a glitter boy psionicist in his armor using magic? Using only physical psionics how how does that work let me know what you do for that and uh we'll catch you next time starships magic mystic martial arts romance all of these can be found in a cloak of blades by isaac share you might have heard my name before i've done a lot of voiceover work for breakfast puppies and I've recently released my first novel. It's available on Amazon as an ebook and paperback, and you can get it for free if you have a Kindle Unlimited subscription. I do hope you'll support my work as you're supporting Breakfast Puppies. And it's been a pleasure talking with you today. Have a good one. You've been listening to The Glitter Boys, a Palladium Books fan podcast. Glitter Boys, Rifts, The Megaverse, and all other such topics are the property of Kevin Sambita and Palladium Books. Please buy all their stuff and help keep them in print and making more games. You can order directly at palladiumbooks.com, and their entire catalog is available digitally at DriveThruRPG as well. Our opening music is 8-Bit Bass and Lead by Furby Guy from freesound.org. 
This closing music is Caravana by Philip Gross, available at freemusicarchive.org. All sound effects used are self-made or acquired via Creative Commons Zero License. If you like what you have heard, find us on Twitter and Facebook as The Glitter Boys. That's B-O-I-S. And check us out online at breakfastpuppies.com slash glitterboys. And also join us on the Breakfast Puppies Network Discord at breakfastpuppies.com slash discord. And if you want to help us out, please spread the word and help us build a community. Thanks again for listening. We'll catch you next time. 